What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Mystery is my hobby. In the small town of Burley in the upper part of the state, an old man named Ben Curtis, the village's leading and wealthiest citizen, lay sick in his bed. Millie Curtis, Ben's young and beautiful wife, was his only attendant. Has been ill for over a month. When a man as active as Ben is confined to his bed, well, 
That's your magic thing. Yes, that's true, but there was a shot. Yes, the other night. It came through the window and the bullet struck the headboard above Ben's pillow. Did you notify the police? Yes, they came and made a thorough investigation. They found nothing and finally decided that the shot was an accident. Probably a hunter or someone target practicing. What? Oh, oh, that's Ben calling me. If you gentlemen will wait a minute, I'll go up and ask him if he wants to see you tonight. Brenda, thank you. Well, Bud, it's just like I figured. The whole thing was an accident. No, I don't think so, Inspector. Well, who's this? You're Barton Drake and Inspector Noah Danden, aren't you? Yes, we are. And you? I'm Gretchen Curtis. Ben Curtis is my father. Holy smoke. You're older than your mother, Inspector. Millie is not my mother, Inspector Danton. My mother has been dead for years. My mistake. Well, I don't blame you for wondering. Dad was a a fool to marry that girl. You sound as though you don't like your stepmother, Miss Curtis. I don't. I hate her. She married Dad for his money and now she's trying to kill him. That's rather a vicious statement, isn't it? Mr. Drake. There are some things I think you should know before you begin your investigation. Oh, what are they, Miss Curtis? Millie didn't want you to come here. It was only at my father's insistence that she called you. She was afraid to disobey. Afraid? Of what, Miss Curtis? Afraid that you'd find out about Marius O'Connor. And who might she be? Marius isn't a woman, Inspector. He's a man and Millie's in love with him. They're just waiting for Dad to die so they can get married. Well, well, at last the soup begins to show a little thickness, eh, Bart? Uh, let's not jump to conclusions, Inspector. You're uh, sure of that, Miss Curtis? Of course I am. I've seen you together many times, although they didn't know it. It was Marius who shot at Dad. Oh, and you're sure of that, Miss Curtis? Yes, I am. I can prove it. It was I who talked Dad into sending for you. Oh, you've uh, told him your suspicions, then? No, it wouldn't do any good. He wouldn't believe me. He thinks Millie's wonderful. Just what makes you so sure that this Marius guy took a shot at your father? Well, I found some things that the police overlooked. Mm. It was raining that night, and there was only one set of footprints. I followed them to where a car was parked up the road a little way. And you and... found Marius's car? No, but I've seen his car parked there before when he's come to see Millie. Well, well, well. Anything else, lady? Yes. Dad's window was open that night. The bullet came through the screen. I've hidden the screen in the garage, and when you examine it, you'll see from the shape of the hole that the bullet was fired from the level of the window. Uh, pardon me for asking, miss, but have uh, you been reading Barton Drake's book? Dad and I have read them all. That's how I knew what to do until he got here. <laughs> my, my. Quiet, Inspector. Thank you, Miss Curtis. You've been very helpful. Is there uh, anything else you want to tell us? Just one thing. Dad is dying of an incurable disease. He can't possibly live for more than a month. What? Well, if that's the case... Millie doesn't know about it, Inspector Danton. No one knows about it but me. Not even your father? No. Dr. Erskine could see no point in telling him, but he thought some member of the family ought to know. Oh. He told you instead of Ben Curtis's wife. That seems odd. It won't, Mr. Drake, when you learn all of the... Oh. Oh. Come on! It's Millie. Something's happened. I'll play a hand. Where's your dad's room, Miss Curtis? Up these stairs. Save your breath, Clark. Don't worry about me, Inspector. I'm right behind it's you. This room here. My gosh, look. Mrs. Curtis. Millie. She's been shot. Take it easy, everybody. Let's see here. Is she dead, Inspector? Not yet, but she will be unless we get a doctor pretty quick. Dad. Uh, uh, what? Uh, Dad. Dad, are you all right? Uh, all right. Hey, hey, there was a shot. Somebody tried to kill me again. Carry Mrs. Curtis into the next room and get a doctor quick, Inspector. Yeah, I'll do that. Millie, they got it. I saw it happen. Just take it easy, Mr. Curtis. Your wife isn't dead. We'll have a doctor here as soon as possible. Uh, who, who, who are you? Oh, this is Barton Drake, Dad. He just got here. What happened? What happened? 
Doggone it, what do you think happened? That killer took another shot at me, that's what happened. Where did the shot come from, Mr. Bill? Outside the window on the porch roof. Uh, just where it come from before. Doc's on his way, be here in no time. Oh, good, Inspector. Uh, Miss Curtis, you better go in and do what you can for your, uh, for Mrs. Curtis. But if someone's trying There's to... nothing you can do here, Miss Curtis. Please do as the Inspector asks. Oh, very well. Only I don't like the idea of someone roaming around outside of the house. Come along, Inspector. I think we'd better take a quick search of the grounds. Hey, you come back here. Don't you go off and leave me alone. Doggone it, Drake. What do you think I'm paying out my good money for? I assume that you're paying it in the hopes that we can catch a would-be murderer, Mr. Curtis. Obviously, he isn't in this room. So I think we'd better look outside. Uh, sure, sure, but... but what if he climbs up on the roof? Yeah, not on the way. Don't worry, I'm paying for protection, and that's what I expect to get. Now, Mr. Cantankerous old buzzard, isn't he? Yes, and frightened to death. However, if anyone's lurking about the grounds, I think we ought to know about it. Just for the record, Inspector, let's take a look at the ground under the porch roof. You think maybe there was someone on the porch roof, eh? Uh, at the moment, it seems like the only possibility. Throw your flashlight on something, Inspector. Okay. The ground's as hot as rock. No footprints that took show up here. No, you're quite right. Well, let's take a look at that trellis. Huh. That's as good as a ladder if a guy wanted to climb up onto the roof. Look. Solid as heck. Don't take it too hard, huh? Inspector. Hey, There's a dumb bunny seat fishing. Listen, Inspector. Where's that policeman? Well, Gretchen seems to have wandered off somewhere. Yeah, she's supposed to be in the next room with the door open. Say. Hey, is right, Inspector. It's all right, Mr. Cutter. There's nobody down here but us. We'll be right up. But look, why? Shouldn't no, we? No, no, no. I'm beginning to get some ideas, Inspector. And the answer to them is inside the house, not outside. Come on. <laughs> No one tried to get you. That was us at the foot of the trellis. I don't believe it. You're just trying to make me feel... What is your daughter, Mr. Curtis? I'm right here. Oh. You told me to go in and attend to Millie. Gretchen, doggone it. Why didn't you come in when I yelled? You must have heard me. Of course I heard you, but I couldn't very well leave poor Millie. Poor Millie. A minute ago, you Just didn't... a minute, Mr. Curtis. Huh? Mr. Curtis, suppose you begin at the beginning and tell us exactly what happened when you were shot at. I sure will. I heard voices downstairs and yelled for Millie. She came up and told me that she was here. We talked a while, then Millie went into the bathroom to get me a drink of water. It was then I seen him. You saw whom? But a killer, of course. He was standing on the room outside the window. Yeah, on the roof out there. I yelled and, and rolled over as best I could. I guess the yell must have scared him. He missed me complete and hit Millie, who was just coming out of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Did you recognize the man outside the window, Mr. Curtis? Nope, I ain't very strong. When I started to roll over, it made me kind of dizzy and I fainted. I see. Gretchen... Where were you when your father called down and asked his wife to come upstairs? Where was I? Why, I, I was in my room across the hall. Hmm. Well, in that event, I think you can add to the story you told us downstairs by naming the person who's trying to murder your father. Uh- Curtis will live. Lucky thing we could get hold of him so quickly. Yes, isn't it? 
It almost seems as though he were waiting for the call, doesn't it? Has that crack got some special meaning? Oh, time will tell, Inspector. Time will tell. Yeah, time. Now, how about explaining what you meant when you said Gretchen could name the guy who was trying to knock off her old man? I think she will, Inspector, before we're through. Yep, that's the kind of answer I expected. Oh, I'm round and round we go. Well, here's one for you. Dr. Erskine says that Millie was shot at close range. What? Is he sure? I hope only a guess. And the way I figured, he's guessing wrong. Why, Inspector? If Millie were shot at close range, there'd be powder burns. True. There weren't any? No, not a sign of any. The bathroom door is next to the door to the hall. If someone stepped into Ben's room from the hall, just as Millie came from the bathroom... He'd have to shoot her at close range. And look, Bart, I've already explained it couldn't be a close range shot because there weren't any powder burns. On the other hand, the killer could have come through the window and followed Millie into the bathroom. Excuse me, Mr. Drake, for interrupting your train of thought, but you're way off the beam. Hmm? What was that, Inspector? I said you're off the beam. Uh Nothing that you've said adds up. The killer was after Curtis, remember? Besides, Curtis would have seen the guy if he'd come in through the window. I don't think so. Curtis had painted, you know. Oh, by the way... Is anyone with Millie now? Yep, both Doc Erskine and Gretchen are up there with him. Good, she shouldn't be left alone. I've just talked with Ralph Burke, Curtis's lawyer. He says that Millie and Gretchen are named as equal heirs to the old man's will. Which gives both of them a motive for murdering. Eh? How do you figure that, Inspector? Why? Because if one of them dies, the other will get the whole caboodle, won't she? Yes, but it's the old man that our murderer is trying to dispose of, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right, isn't it? Say, nothing about this case makes much sense, does it? Well, no, no, I think it makes a lot of sense, Inspector. Come on, let's go out in the garage and have a look at that screen with the bullet hole in it. Here we are, Inspector. Throw your light around and see if you can locate a light switch. Yeah. Yeah, there's one. Oh, fine. Well... Then Curtis must have some influence somewhere. That automobile's a post-war model, isn't it? Yep, nice-looking job, too. Mm. Look at the monogram stamped on the door. Fancy, eh? Yeah, fancy. Those initials must stand for Millicent Curtis. Probably a present from Bender's wife. Old guys who marry young girls are always going haywire like that. Hmm. Well, let's look for the screen. There's a pile of junk over here in the corner. Imagine we'll find the screen, isn't it? Yeah, if we do, it'll be a wonder. What a mess. Why the heck don't people clean up their garages? <laughs> oh, here we are. The screen with a bullet hole in it, Inspector, just where Gretchen went to find it. Uh, when did she tell you that? Oh, that's unimportant, Inspector. Oh. I'd say the bullet passed through at almost a uh, 90-degree angle, wouldn't you, Inspector? Yeah. Look, Bart, I wish you wouldn't keep making vague remarks and then not explaining them. Oh, all right, Inspector, I won't. Let's see now. i just place that screen flat against this wall. Well, fitting it into the window of Ben Curtis's bedroom. What good will that do? You don't know how far the window is above the porch roof. No, well, that's true. However, I don't, Inspector. What's the matter? Run your hand over the face of the screen across the sharp points of wire made by the bullet hole. Do what? <laughs> Look, if we're going to... Hey, what? What? There's someone hiding over there behind those boxes in that other corner. Are you sure? Sure, I'm sure. I saw a move. Look... I'll wander over that way like I'm hunting for something. Huh? You stay here. I know, Inspector. You better keep your cover on Yeah. I'm uh, going to take a look over in this corner, but uh, maybe we missed something. All right, Inspector. I'll buy us through this pile of junk. Oh, don't get out of here. Stop. Stop or I'll shoot. Hey, boss. Gentlemen, he's coming around the outside of the car. Don't worry, Inspector. I'm waiting. Oh. All right, son. Keep your hands 
off me. Sorry, my friend. If you do that, I'll... Oh, got him, I think so, Chester. Let me alone. What did I do? You tell us, Bob. What did you do? What are you hiding behind those boxes for? What are you trying to run away for? None of your business. Oh, tough guy, eh? Well, we've met toughies before. Now, do you talk or do we make you talk? Just a minute, Inspector. Your name is Marius O'Connor, isn't it? What if it is? What right have you got to hold me? see that badge? That's the right we got. Now, you tell us what right you've got to be snooping around somebody else's property. You're a policeman? Bob, you catch on fast. Now, how about it? I know. You think I shot Millie? Well, I didn't. You'll never make me say I did. How did you know Millie had been shot, Marius? Why, I, uh... Yeah, I, I... I'll tell you how you knew you climbed up on the roof and tried to plug her husband. That's a lie. I didn't. I wasn't anywhere near the roof. Where were you, Marius? I, I was out near the back door. Hmm? Millie was going to meet me there. She, she didn't come, so I stepped into the kitchen. I was in the kitchen when I heard the shot. A likely story. It's the truth. When you people all ran up to the old man's bedroom, I came to the foot of the stairs and listened. Then what did you do? He came out here to the garage to find the screen before we could get to it. He knew if we found the screen first, we'd know he was guilty. What screen? I don't know what you're talking about. Whether or not you attempted to take Ben Curtis's life, Marius, the charges against you were pretty serious. What charges? What did I do? Trespassing, for one thing. And admitting an attempt to alienate the affections of another man's wife for another. It isn't any crime to fall in love with somebody, even if she is married. Oh, so, isn't it? Millie doesn't love old Ben. She never did. She's in love with me. Then what did she marry him for? That's none of your business. Oh, you double-crossing lovebirds make me sick. But this is one time I'm not standing for any arguments. I'm taking this kid down to the local hooska. I'm so glad you're back. Oh, something wrong, Gretchen? It's Dad. He's terrified that another attempt is going to be made to kill him. He's too weak to be moved, and I can't change the linen on his bed now that Millie is... Is Dr. Erskine with Millie now? No, he left about an hour ago. He said that if she were allowed to rest quietly, she'd be all right. There's no one's in the house but your dad, Millie, and yourself. That's right. Why? I'm afraid your father's fears are justified. Another attempt is going to be made on his life. Tonight. How How do you know? The time being, you have to take my word for it. By the way, when the local police searched the house from the grounds, I don't suppose they found the gun from which the first bullet was fired. No, they didn't. Oh, good. Inspector, are you quite sure that Dr. Erskine said the shot that wounded Millie was fired from close range? Sure, I'm sure, but you know what I think about that. Yes, yes, I do. Well, I think the pieces of the puzzle are beginning to fit together, Inspector. Gretchen, I want you to go to your room and stay there until you hear from us. I don't like being ordered about, Mr. Drake, and I don't... Sorry, get... Gretchen. Inspector Danton is in the mood for arresting people tonight. Which will it be? Why, this is preposterous. It's insulting. Oh, we're past masters at this sort of thing, Gretchen. Make up your mind. Oh, all right. I'll go to my room, but tomorrow I'm calling in the state police, and you'll have some explaining to do. <laughs> Don't give a dog on what Gretchen said I said. She's lying. Now, wait a minute. Let me understand this, Mr. Curtis. You don't actually think that another attempt will be made on your life? Of course I don't. That'd be crazy. Why would it be any more crazy now than it was before? Uh, the killer, whoever he is, knows that you're here, doesn't he? You think he'd be stupid enough to come back and try again? He'd be a fool to do that. We were here when the killer made an attempt on your life earlier this evening. And I've an idea he knew we were. No, I don't think our presence will make one bit of difference to him. Drake, I'm surprised at you. I thought you had more sense. Is someone else writing those books of yours? Suppose we keep personalities out of this for the moment, Mr. Curtis. 
Inspector, I'll here to capture a murderer. We'd like your cooperation. Oh, all right, all right. What do you want me to do? Nothing. Just lie quiet and stop talking. We'll do the rest. <laughs> Just lie here, huh? I ain't got no other choice. And suppose the killer does arrive, which he won't. What am I supposed to do then? Just keep quiet and take it? We'll guarantee that he won't be given an opportunity to shoot you, Mr. Oh, Curtis. sure, sure. That's what the cops said it was here before. That's just oh, what he said. quiet. Yeah, making a guinea pig out of me. Inspector, you'd better open the window over the porch, please. Yeah, I'll do that. Thank you. What are you trying to do? Make it easy for the guy? It's open. What do you want me to be, by? I think we'd both better crouch down here at the foot of the bed, Inspector. Between Mr. Curtis's bed and the window. Okay, well, they turn off the light. Fine. Bunch of dumb, foolish... I advise you to stop talking, Mr. Curtis. It's much easier to locate a sound in the darkness than you think. Oh, let him talk. Let him talk. It's his funeral. You know. Crouch down here, Inspector. Keep your head below the foot of the bed. Yeah. The window's plainly outlined against the sky. We can't miss anyone trying to get through it. Right. Now, Hear those crickets outside the window? Yeah, I hear them. When they stop, you know someone's approaching the house. Yeah, I remember. We caught another guy like that about a year ago. I didn't think it would work at this time. All right, keep quiet now. Listen. Hey, boy. Yes, sir. He must have been here an hour. Maybe your plan isn't going to work after all. It will work, don't worry. Well, now the old man is. Haven't heard a peep out of him. No. Nobody's gone to sleep. I doubted it. Yes, sir. Listen. Inspector, 
Curtis had plenty of time lying there in bed to make his plans. And I must say, they proved almost infallible. Yeah, that first time was only a build-up thing. Mm. Nobody really shot at him, and he didn't shoot at his wife. That's right. He convinced everyone that someone was actually trying to take his wife, including Millie. And then, when Millie went into the bathroom to get him a glass of water, he saw an opportunity to carry out his scheme right under our noses and make it look genuine. Yes. The screen had been removed from the window, so he didn't have to go to the bother of shooting another hole in it. Wait a minute. Hmm? There's one thing wrong here. If Curtis shot Millie... When she was coming out of the bathroom, Doc Erskine must have been right in his theory that she was shot at close range. She was shot at close range, Inspector. Doggone it, there weren't any powder burns. That's because Curtis shot through a corner of the bed sheet. The sheet absorbed the powder marks. Say, that's why Curtis wouldn't let anyone change the linen on his bed, eh? Right, Inspector. And that's why the local police didn't find the gun when they hunted. It never occurred to them. Or us to look in Curtis's bed. He probably intended to get rid of the sheet and the gun after he had uh, accomplished his purpose. <laughs> well, well, well. Now, uh, for the final gimmick. Hmm? What made you suspicious that Curtis was our boy? Well, Inspector, it was a hole through the screen. Remember when I placed it up against the wall out in the garage? Yeah, sure. You put it up there as though you were fitting it into the window. Yes, that's right. And then I asked you to rub your hand over the pointed ends of the wire which had been broken by the bullet. Yeah. And just then, I saw O'Connor hiding behind the box. Too true. And if your attention hadn't been distracted, you'd have realized that since the broken ends of the screen pointed outward... The bullet that caused the hole must have been fired from inside the room. Well, I'll be... Hey, that meant that Curtis had fired that shot out the window instead of someone else firing it in through the window, like he said. That's right, Inspector. And there was one other mistake that Curtis made. What was that, Bart? He made the mistake of reading too many of my books. He didn't realize that actually mystery is my hobby. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.